That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on all of our social media, just check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. And wait, where is everybody tonight? Uh, Mary, Chris, Sarah, you guys there? I guess they're I'm... Not, uh, they're not what's coming. That? They're not coming, Scott. You've been fooled. Yes. Bamboozled, some would say. Uh, Subterfuge. Who are, you, who are you guys? We are. I'm Michael. I'm Jeremy. Haven't you heard from um, Michael and Jeremy steal your podcast? Surprise! Oh, um, okay. So are you was, guys stealing my podcast? I've worked really hard on this. Well, it's fine. Yeah, but we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna steal. You know what? You've been very busy. Probably you have better things to do. We just Ubered over here because you're actually very close to us. <laughs> oh, I get, oh, okay. I, I, get what you, I get what you're saying, Mike. Yeah. It's been real hard. Maybe you should take a load off and just sit down over here, dude. I mean, you've been carrying this whole thing on your back, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I do the editing, the marketing all by yeah, myself. Nobody yeah. really. Dude, I fucking feel you. I do the exact same thing. It's it's oh, brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Yep. My and God. then and then when you make business decisions, everybody's got something to say and all that. And I'm yep. like, uh, where where you yep. guys have been uh, this whole time? Right. I almost got it. What, Jeremy? I almost got it. Got, got what? Dude, I, fucking, I almost got it. Got it, dude. I got oh, it. Nice. I got the podcast. Jeremy's got it. Wait. Are you guys actually becoming friends? What? Hey, Scott. Yeah. You know what? So are we not stealing it anymore? So no new friends. Does that mean that we can't be friends? Uh, It just means that we're so socially awkward that nobody really wants to be our friends. So I don't know if you can deal with us. Uh, we can be friends, maybe. Mike, I kind of feel bad. I don't here's here's twenty dollars. Go to Dave and Buster's. There's a lot of people there. Laser tag as an adult is actually kind of fun. I'm glad that yeah. you don't do it in a pod. Uh, I'm glad you don't do your podcast in a closet, though. A lot of people do their podcast in a closet. I actually dressed for closet weather. Right. We're just so used to breaking into closets now. Yeah, doing doing it in the closet's weird. We'd rather all come out of the closet, you know, because here in Florida we say gay. I've been waiting for Mike to come out of the closet for years. We say gay a lot. <laughs> Mike keeps blurring out the other words. <laughs> it's not true. It's untrue. It's famously untrue. <laughs> well, anyway, Scott, here's $20. Go to Dave and Buster's. It's just down the road from you. <laughs> or you can go Sweet. to what, what, what's it, the golf place. <laughs> yeah, Top Golf. Why not? Top Golf. Yeah, go to Top Golf. <laughs> yeah, kick some balls around. We'll take over. All right. I'll uh, handle some shafts and balls. Appreciate it. There you go. <laughs> It's crazy how you could just take people's podcasts nowadays. Remember? Now you just give them a coupon. The Dunzo. We used to have to break glass, drill through the fucking wall, fucking or the planet. Swing from the fucking ceiling. Go through the parachute. Remember when we got those parachutes and they didn't even fucking work? <laughs> I slapped my head against the fucking glass, Mike. Well, it's been a bad day. I was so
Welcome to Michael and Jeremy Steal Your Podcast, where we do your podcast better, faster, stronger, and hornier. Hey, hey Jeremy. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm going to drink some beer and drop a bottle on the ground. <laughs> yep, I did a great job. Did you get the studio robot to clean that up? Oh, damn it. Oh. What's up, dude? So no new friends, Jeremy. No friends allowed. No more. No new friends. You're going to put a sign on the door? No new friends. <laughs> so just like how my daughter put in a uh, 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 only adults on the studio door, uh, crudely drawn. <laughs> only adults. No new friends. So <clears throat> it is a show where they make fun and, and lighthearted uh, commentary about adulting in the world of today. And that's what we're going to do. We're adults, Jeremy. So I've been told. In our 30s? Yep. <laughs> We've had to make big life decisions. I guess. <laughs> so I, I we're just going to, you know, we're just going to go for it, guys. I have a few things that uh, I wanted to cover on this episode. Um, uh, not necessarily all of them are super lighthearted, but we're going to make them lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark in the room. <laughs> Uh, ironically, I actually turned an extra light on because I thought it was too dim in here. because you were scared of the darkness you were about yeah, to bring. Right. I'm about to, I, I got an extra beer even though I didn't want to. Careening through life as an, as an adult, you, just, you come across lots of fun observations. And just on that journey of adulting about, you know, paying for gas for the vehicle that you make car payments on, the things like that, you know, Working at your job and interacting with people in that capacity. How was that shot? Not good. <laughs> it looked brutal. <laughs> it looked like it just killed you. It was. <laughs> you stopped drinking. Temperature was off. <laughs> we have a whole podcast to do. Fuck it. <laughs> I remember one time I was working at one of my jobs at public storage, and I was on break, and uh, two businesses over was the Aldi's. Um, it's like a grocery store. And I went over there to get some food for lunch. You know, we have like a little oven, a little microwave. I get some microwave stuff over there and pay a lot less money and get like a lot more food. So I'd walk over there. I have it's an hour long break. So I had time to kill. I walk over there. And it was a, it was a pretty cloudy day. And so I grabbed my full size umbrella and left the locked up the office and started walking towards the Aldi's. And when I got on the sidewalk along the main road, there was another gentleman who was walking in the same direction on the opposite side of the road. So I had like essentially joined him walking in the same direction just across the street from each other. He also was holding a very large full-size umbrella, but neither one of us had, you know, unleashed our umbrellas because it hadn't actually started raining yet. And <laughs> he has like, you know, like baggy pants, uh, a fucking jersey on, some really cool dreads, and he's walking along the road. We make eye contact with each other. And we see that we're both holding umbrellas. And then without saying a word simultaneously, we both lifted our umbrellas into the sky. Like, <laughs> we're prepared <laughs> in case it rains. And it was just this special moment that I had with this stranger. <laughs> just on break at my job. It's a Florida thing for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. So we both just like shoot. We just l throw our umbrellas into the air like they're fucking in, in brotherhood and Viking unity. axes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just simultaneously, though, <laughs> that was the best part. You had each other's back no matter what happened that day. Oh, yeah. So it's <laughs> the, the, you know, 75 feet I had to walk. 
to before I verged over, you know, if anything would have happened, we would have been blood brothers. <laughs> if an invasion happened right at that moment, you would have fought and saved each other's lives. Exactly. <laughs> uh, this, there's just these are just fun anecdotes, and the the second one that I've always wanted to bring up was uh, one time uh, I was stopping to get gas. I was visiting my brother and sister in law. And I went to the gas station to go get cigarettes uh, because, uh, you know, my wife, which is, you know, uh, would be her sister and her husband. That's who we went to go visit over in Coco. I went to the gas station to go buy cigarettes. And there was a gentleman who had uh, been fueling up his Escalade, very large vehicle. And I could uh, when I pulled up, he, he had put the pump in. He waited, I don't know, 15 seconds. And then it was it because he only put in like five bucks worth of gas. And so when I went in, he was behind me. I had to go grab something else. He walked up to the register and he bought a lottery ticket. And he had won a little bit of money. Like he just scratched it off right there on the counter, which is a little bit rude, right? Yeah. So when you scratch it off at the counter or or if you tell the the person. Move move to the side. I think what he had did was he had told the person he was buying the ticket from to scratch off the barcode and just scan it real quick. Just scan it, yeah. And he won like $300. Nice. And so he was like, I'm going to get more gas. (laughs) (laughs) So so we have this. So my tight, I I guess like, you know, that part, those people, my, you know, it'd be Justin and Paige and Kalen. So we have this thing that we say, I'm going to get more gas, <laughs> like as a celebratory uh, exclamation. <laughs> and it was stemmed from that moment where that guy who had put like five bucks in gas in his Escalade won some money. And the first thing he thought about was putting more gas in his Escalade, because why not? Right. He's, I need it. Yeah. <laughs> he needed it. I'm going to get more gas. <laughs> uh, he was so happy. I remember <clears throat> just not having any money, paying to live on a floor. Or a pool paying, table. Or a pool table or a couch. Just paying for my space. And uh, like, all right, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get a free apple. I'll go to produce and be like, hey, we're throwing this apple away. I eat the apple. I'd have like a dollar Tostino's pizza every other night. Yeah. Or like wake up and go to the 7-Eleven and get a drink and a hot dog. For like two bucks. Gas station hot dogs are the best and they're very underrated. They're not the best. They are when you're in a certain point in life. <laughs> Depending on your where you are in life, they're the best. I love or gas station hot dogs right not, now. Wait, does that tell me that I'm not in a great stage of life? They're not good. <laughs> oh, they're no. Not, they're bad. You shouldn't get them. But if you're living the life where you get them, it makes... I, I loved them. I would get my jumbo hot dog, put all sorts of shit on it. Yeah. Two bucks. I had a drink. I'd skateboard away. And that's all I ate for the whole day. And I'd go to the beach and I'd hang out and go to work. And I just only paid for my rent and to have that gas station hot dog and just live my life. Like there was no extra saving up for this thing to happen. No Xbox 360s. No. No. Going to bed on my phone, my old phone that barely gets internet. (laughs) <laughs> where you're, where, where you're using T9 to text? Yeah, just old shit. And uh, <laughs> there was the adulting was just surviving every day. And that's that's that that is what adulting uh, can be classified as is doing what you need to do as an you adult just, in order to move on with your life. So you're not a burden, right, on anybody, and yeah. you you're getting what you need. It's when you start wanting more stuff. Yeah. Is where the money comes into play. Is yeah. you're like, oh, I 
can make my own hot dog right <laughs> on this grill yeah instead of a seven day old seven eleven hot dog those I could, little rollers I could you could buy rollers it's yeah. like a hundred and eighty bucks you can get a roller that yeah. rolls hot dogs and taquitos at home oh yeah <laughs> oh I've always told myself that I will know true success when I'm able to buy a hot tub that that is my my <laughs> you made a hot tub your thing. So when I'm able to have a hot tub, I have a place to put the hot tub, have enough money to afford the hot tub, like enough disposable income to blow on a $4,000 hot tub, that's when I know that I've made it in my life. You can get a hot tub right now. No, at I the can't. Chateau. Yeah. No. That back porch area? I can get one of those inflatable ones for Walmart for like $200. Yeah, you can get a but hot I'm, tub. But that's not what I'm talking about, Jeremy. That's not the level of hot dog. Or hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> that's not the level of hot tub. Listen, when it comes to hot dogs. I have, now I have hot dogs on the brain. <laughs> that you can cook in your hot tub. Oh, my God. Wait, you just, you just put them in like, Jeremy, you you could technically do that probably. It's all it's like sous vide, right? Yeah. Well, you put red. them in like vacuum seal bags with you and your bourbon. Oh, I guess. So you're sitting you're raw, sitting in your hot tub. Yeah. You're sitting in your hot your hot tub with your hot dogs and your hot bourbon and then you're 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 just enjoying life and then by the time you get out of your hot tub, those dogs are ready to go, man. They're probably up to temp. Slap them on a bun. <laughs> Slap them on a bun, some gravy, you know you're good to go. Gravy. <laughs> That's right. Chicken gravy, <laughs> white chicken gravy on your hot dog. Uh, so I was I was working at public storage, like I said, and that was the job that I had when my wife and I got pregnant with Delaney, and it was like the first time in my life where the expectations of me as a man rose higher than I, I felt like I could actively reach. Right, so I had to really put myself in a position to where I had to go find a job to support not only my wife so she could we, we had spoken and the decision was for her to stay at home with the kid and I would go off and make enough money to support everybody which is what exactly what I did it's the dream yeah. so so I went off and found a much more difficult job and I I'd never done a physical labor job but the best paying jobs sometimes for entry level Absolutely. are physical labor. That's, yep, that's how I started. So I was this big, <laughs> plump, 275-pound dude who needed to go get a physical labor job. I've never had one working in the sun all day, and that's exactly what I did. And I dropped like 70 pounds in three months doing this job. And every, like there was a pool going at work saying that I was not going to make it. They were like, yeah. there's no way that this guy is going to make it. And I fucking did. And not only that, I, I, I uh, threw up to service manager. I became service manager for the office. And I learned everything that I needed to learn. I've moved uh, from, from that point on. I've moved several different departments. I've pretty much got my finger in all the pies of that job. I know everything about it, and which is why I'm good at selling the shit now. So uh, when she was staying, when, when my wife was staying at home with the baby, um, you know, Things like a lot of other families started to get a little bit rocky. Uh, I didn't really know that that's where it was going. I was a little oblivious, you know, but apparently she just wasn't happy anymore. And she decided to, to say, I'm done. Was she like doing the bills and doing all that stuff too? I mean, I would have a bait. No, uh, I would help where I could. We We would discuss things. You know, she just wasn't paying everything and doing everything by herself, I would involve myself in a lot of the budgeting and things. 
But when it came to like paying the bills, like she had the time and ability to do that. So um, I wasn't really uh, pay, like keeping track of account numbers and, and things like that. But it just it just came down to just like people decide I don't want to do this anymore. And that's kind of what happened. And I don't it, it, it's difficult for me to blame her. You know, I, I did everything I could to try and save it. I did everything I could think of. We did marriage counseling. I tried to understand everything, but she, but from that, but the problem was she was like, "It's already done." In my mind, it's it's already over. So we're gonna go ahead and separate. And so Delaney was four at this point, and I was in a position to where I didn't know how to not see my daughter every day. You know, so it was that. So she went to go live with her mom, which was about 45. No, not. Uh, I'm sorry. Like 30, 30 minutes away from where we were at. Um, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have moved out of the house because we had a really, really good deal on it. Um, and then the, the housing market skyrocketed. So all the rentals almost, I mean, they went up 40 percent, 30, 30, 30 to 40 percent. And so now with my income, just finding a one bedroom apartment or something like that, it, I would be paying 50% more than what we were paying for a three bedroom house with a garage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even with the rent increases, it would have been, <laughs> it, it would have been more feasible for me to stay in the house, but that's not, I was I broken. I was broken. I didn't, I wasn't thinking clearly. So I moved out. She moved out. I didn't have a place to go. I was not moving in with my parents. I've died. I did that after college. So when I went to college, I had, I had dropped out and uh, moved in with them, got a job and then moved out, got my own apartment. And then that's when I had met Kaylin. And then now I'm in a position where I don't have her and everything is a thousand times more expensive. And I have to figure out how to do everything, everything by myself. And so I've, I don't like being alone. I hate it. It's the worst thing. It's the worst thing ever. I hate being alone very, very much. And it was a nightmare. So at my job, I had recently met this gentleman and we became fast friends. Uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> no new friends is not really something that you and I <laughs> abide by. No, we make friends literally constantly. Where, oh, oh, hey, are you my new friend? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually like making new friends very, very much. And uh, I had uh, met him at work. And he was like, do you need a place to stay? I've known this dude for a month. Yeah. He's like, do you need a place to stay? I have this. Uh, I don't remember what he called it, but when he when he brought me over to his house to show me, it's a little shack in his backyard. And it had, it, it had plumbing, lighting, air conditioning. It was like a little mother-in-law suite, but it was smaller than the room that we're in right now. Yeah. And so there was enough room for a pull-out couch like a like a twin-size pull-out couch that when you actually undid the couch it would touch the wall across. So the the bed would take up the entirety of the the, the width, width of yeah. the room. You had a toilet, a sink, and a single person shower. And I lived in there for 6 months. And he didn't charge me rent. So what I did during that time was I took every opportunity to pay off all the we were 14 grand in debt you know, that we had both accumulated and she was in a, she did, she was not working. She still, she, she didn't have a job. She was trying to figure out her own life, having broken away from our marriage. And so she had those things to worry about. So she was trying to find a job, but she went a number of months, not 
but we had, we still had credit cards that needed to be paid. Her car needed to be paid off. I wasn't about to let her, you know, not have a car while she's wherever she's got our daughter. That's, that's the biggest thing, you know? So I'm, I'm in this like fucking mode where I'm like, I hate, <laughs> I hate that this is happening very, very much. I don't want it to be happening. I'm and uh, you know what? It hasn't happened yet. So I'm still going to try and do what I can with what I have to not make this a thing. So I paid off shit, 12 grand in debt in four months. And then I paid off her car. So she didn't have a car payment to worry about. None of her credit went down because all of our uh, credit cards were joint. So we fucking, I made sure that her credit didn't go down from, from the credit cards, not getting paid. I paid off those. Everything was down to zero. I thought, surely, surely this is what's going to be the thing that she's looking. She, that's what she's looking for in me is taking care of business and, you know, maybe maybe that's why that's one of the contributing factors to why she left. That's not that was it was unhelpful. Um, she still felt the same way, and I fucking just continued, and eventually it got to a point where I was like, I'm alone and sad, <laughs> and I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> so that's that's when uh, we started talking about it, like you know all the online dating stuff. Um, you know, but I never took it seriously. I still don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a funny thing. And I, I'm still in the, we're not actually divorced. One of the things that happened this week to me is I actually got served the papers. So the, the, the half inch stack of paperwork I had to go print off at Staples for 15 fucking dollars that her lawyer sent me. I now have to go through and get notarized and sent off to her lawyer. It's very amicable. You know, we're not we're not doing anything uh, contested. It's all uncontested and everything's in line with, you know, 50 50 custody. And uh, so I just have to get everything signed and sent off. And even now, dude, I'm just like sitting there like it hasn't happened yet. Maybe she'll change her mind. It's a fucking like it's it's unhealthy to think that way. It's not real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's that. That's my big adulting thing is actually filing. And then I didn't want to start a relationship. I had a close call. We've talked about it on the show. That chick that I made out with that one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was just like, "You want to come back and watch Rick and Morty?" Yep. And then I self sabotaged it very, mm-hmm. very quickly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's because in in my mind, I'm still married and I'm not a cheater. Yeah. Like she she's got a boyfriend. She's she's dating another human being. His name is. <laughs> It's fucking it. douchebag. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> but well, she she's starting her own thing, and I can't until this thing is done. And I, I don't I don't resent her for it. You know, it's her life. She's gonna do what she wants, and she's uh she's a great mom, which is really the only thing going. And it sucks because we're still great friends. It's good to have that relationship. Yeah, especially when you got a kid. I have every reason in the world to hate this woman, and I can't. I'm incapable. Yeah. Make a joke, Jeremy. Sad. It's really sad. <laughs> the whole thing is sad and gay. <laughs> it is. But that's that. See, the problem that, well, is the funny thing for me is because it's uh, I had an experience like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And where I was like, love's not real. Oh, this is a, an atrocity and it's fake. Uh-huh. Right. I had my moment. When I was like 21, it was brand new. Oh, yeah. I was a brand a new spanking adult. 
And it was like, you'll never see him again. And it was just a horrible cheating and all this stuff. Yeah. So um, I did a thing when I was like 21, 22, where I went, love isn't real. And I just started fucking partying and yeah. going out and meeting people. And I've had, I've been with a handful of ladies. Sometimes simultaneously. Sometimes simultaneously. <laughs> and uh, I've had even less relationships. I've only been in like four, five, like, oh, relationship. Yeah. After that one. Mm-hmm. That one that was so serious where I thought it was forever. Yeah. It's man and woman and our child. And yeah. that thing that yeah. you're going through. Right. <laughs> you responded with, how can I be the most responsible? And I went, fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> and like, none of this is real, dude. Yeah. None of this get... There was no, maybe this will change. Maybe yeah. this will get better. I was like, oh, all of everything she ever whispered into my ear at night was a lie. Yeah. So fuck anyone else who gives me that same whisper. Anyone yeah. who, I love you, you're so this. I love you because of that. I was like, in, my, in the back of my head, I was like, no, because it won't matter. Because I'll do something. Yeah. Something will happen where you'll say, fuck you. I wish I never met you. So- that's always in the background whenever I meet anybody. Uh-huh. But uh, I've it, my relationships that I've been in, these four or five ladies that I thought I wasn't emotionally ready. I wasn't a very good partner, but they were ready and they were carrying me through the adulting stage. Because uh. when I went, fuck you, nothing's real. I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> and then I continued to live as a child because- Fuck you, none of this is real. Yeah. I'm just going to work, making money, yeah. flying around. I'm doing none of this is real. And then, dude, the we gotta pay this bill. This thing's coming up. Mm. Hey, do you, I was I was always good for hey, let's take these people out for lunch and then we could take them out and I could pay. Yeah. Because I just worked. That's all I did. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's take these. Oh, you want to go here? Let's go there. And we'll walk around all day. St. Augustine, fucking Universal, wherever. Yeah. But <laughs> this bill's coming in. We got to pay for electric. Oh, the water bill. All that stuff is so oblivious in my lifestyle. I don't know anything about. You forgot to take that back to the red box. Now we got a fee. Yeah, all that. No problem, babe. <laughs> yeah. I got this. <laughs> Dude, none of that shit means anything. It's like, hey, don't forget trash goes out tomorrow. I'll go, oh, all right. Like, I don't know about the bill. Yeah. I don't know about any of that you stuff. You know what? We're keeping Demolition Man. I like that movie. <laughs> Dude, I bought it. I own it. It was like a $15 movie. Nick was like, why are you buying this? I was like, I might watch it again. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, you uh, you just got uh, Diablo on pre-order. Yeah. And you got it. Uh, well, she did. Oh, okay. She bought it for me. It's cool. I like it. I don't like most above. Yeah. Games that that third person over the like like looking top, down it's like an aerial view God like God view yeah it's an aerial view kind of third person it's kind of over your shoulder and like walls disappear so you can see what's around you as you get close but when a cutscene happens it just zooms in to that same thing and you get the close up details and you see how detailed everything actually is mm-hmm. in the game. And I appreciate that. Oh, that's pretty cool. You can see every brick. It's like a, you, like up here, you saw a plate of food. 
And then it zooms in and they're like talking to each other. You can see it's corn and there's like mashed potatoes and there's the piece of meat. A Mountain Dew. And yeah, there's a Mountain Dew, Starbucks coffee cup. <laughs> like a fight club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> they have the Starbucks coffee in the background. That's not time period appropriate. <laughs> it's magic. There's dinosaurs. Yeah, and you, <laughs> They fly. And you're the kind of person that one time I came over, you were playing Skyrim, and you're like, I downloaded some mods. Look how the fire bounces, <laughs> firelight bounces off of the stone wall. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's the only reason I have Skyrim is because I walk around slowly, and I take in the beauty right. of the mods. I'm like, man, this... I wish I lived in this world. <laughs> I wish I woke up in the morning smoking my pipe and took a stroll down this cobblestone pathway. Down in Riften. Yeah, it's just... Oh, Riften would be great. The yeah. sound of the creaking wood right. and the water running through. Yeah. And God forbid you kill one of those fucking chickens. Because that, well, that the whole town is alert. Like, the moment that you kill a chicken in Riften, people start busting out of their houses. It could be <laughs> midnight. They all wake up. You know, they start all start attacking you. <laughs> what do they have going on? I don't know. To care so much about this fucking One chicken. chicken. Yeah. I do think about those Skyrim towns, though. There'd be some cool places. Imagine adulting in that. When you walk around, and they're just, like, tanning some leather. Right. And there's like a kid throwing a rock in the water and one dude's fishing. Like, what's what's adulting like there? Well, I mean, and then if somebody puts a bucket over your head in your shop, you do nothing about it and then people can steal whatever they want <laughs> because you've broken their line of sight. <laughs> when you when they catch you in their house after hours and they just stand there and they're right. like, why are you here? <laughs> what are you doing? And they're just like constantly just following you. You, you better around. get out. And then they get back in bed. Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing anything. They don't, they're not attacking you. You're just crouched in their house. But the I love uh, those cities where you walk in and they're doing nothing. They're just like, how are the flowers today? And they're like, flowers are nice. Have you seen Cyrandelle in the College of Winterhold? And they're just, their day is so nice. Yeah. There's nothing happening. Yeah. There's butterflies and waterfalls and high fives. There's no, gotta pay the water bill. Right. There's none of that adulting shit. Hey everybody, Future Michael here. Just wanted to tell you about our band that we featured this week. It's called Captain Asshole. They're out of Munich, Germany. And they're, they're, they're stylistically classified as Orgcore, based on the bands affiliated with uh, punknews.org. That's fun. It's, it's just the name of a band you'll never forget, right? What a good name. Good job, guys. And we're brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules, supplements, game stuff. Go to their website, dungeonstudios.co, and download a new module to play today. You can do that. Play with your grandma. You, you only have so much time left. Spend it by playing D&D with your grandma. She'll make a rogue and kick your ass. Take her through the world of Eneron, the custom Dungeon Studios play setting, and all of the fun things that are in there. They have a huge map. It's fucking huge. It's actually pretty ridiculous. Their team of writers have created this immersive world for you to explore. Explore shit. Like in Skyrim, except it's in your brain. The world is your oyster. Dude, I, would, did, uh, I did the most... Uh, so, something I haven't done in a very long time, and that's go to the dentist. 
uh, last week. I haven't I haven't been to the dentist as long as Delaney has been alive, which is seven years, and well beyond that. So probably a solid decade. I have, Seventeen years. <laughs> I have not been to the dentist, and so I went there, obviously thinking the worst. Right, like it's gonna be bad. And so she says, "All right, so uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, you have a lot of stuff for me to clean." I was like, "Yeah, it's been a hot minute." And she goes, "Oh, okay." So she's cleaning everything. She's like, "Oh, you know, you need a deep clean, and I just don't have it on my schedule for a while, so I'm just gonna do it for you now." And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> yes, ma'am." And so she's like, "Do you want me to numb you?" I was like, "No, nah, just go for it." And she's like, "Are you are you sure?" I was like, "Yeah, just dig in, go to town, do what you need to do." She goes. But but I could numb you. And I was like, no worries. Go for it. And so she goes and she's like, she, she's like, she's going. She's, I mean, she's getting in there. You know, she's got her little, whatever, water blaster pick and the hard picks. And she's getting in my, like down in my gums. I can feel my mouth filling with blood. And she's like, are you, are you sure you don't want me to give you anything for your numb? I was like, keep going. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> she's like, you're the best patient I've ever had. I was like, okay. And so she finishes up and she's like, you, your teeth are rock fucking hard, man. She's like, they're like made of stone. I was like, yeah, I got good teeth. <laughs> she was just like, she's creaming over my teeth. <laughs> and she's like, I could tell by the plaque buildup. You haven't been to the dentist in a long time, but I, I, I can't see anything wrong with your teeth or anything. And my x-rays came back. All the teeth are bright white on the x-rays. No cavities, no nothing. And she's like, I'm so jealous of your teeth. She's like, you have all of your teeth. I was like, yeah, I know. She's like, <laughs> she's like point break. Yeah, no. Uh... She's like, you even have your wisdom teeth. I was like, yeah. You didn't have braces? No. You have. And she's like, at this point, we're getting to the stage where she's like flossing my teeth. And like, it has a pop. When she flosses in between my teeth, there's like a click. She's like, your teeth even click when I, when I floss them. She's like, dentists dream of having that. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing to you say should, to somebody. You should have better dreams. <laughs> this is a whole world out there. Lady. And so the dentist finally comes in and she's just like another lady dentist. And she's, she's really, really trying to find stuff wrong with my teeth. Right. And so in my, my back left molar. Right. There's these micro cav she calls them micro cavities that are just just on the enamel. And she's like, Yeah, we need to schedule to get these filled, otherwise they're gonna turn into to terrible cavities. I'm just like, Well, they haven't in ten years. <laughs> but sure. Why the why the fuck not? So I have to I have to go back to get these micro cavities filled. She's gonna put that shit in your teeth and then it's gonna get worse. Yeah, Jeremy, I'm actually I'm actually hesitant at this point. Well, I mean, if she was looking so hard, that's cause she needs to find something for you to pay for. That's what I'm saying. Her job is to find something I for don't her to like, pay for. Yeah, that's why I don't like going to the dentist. And when I when I took Delaney to the dentist, it was her first dentist visit. And how, what do you do when you have a seven year old kid? Oh no, no, everything's going to be fine. They're just going to you know clean your teeth. They're going to do a you know just kind of check on everything. Motherfucker pulled one of her teeth that day. Pulled it out of her head. It was a baby tooth. Yeah, but it had it did have a huge giant cavity. And his reasoning was, listen, this cavity is so bad that it could actually infect the tooth that's above that. And that one's not going to be out until she's about 10. So this cavity could ostensibly, over the span of the next three years, Maybe. cause enough decay to affect the tooth that's growing above it. And that made sense to me. So I was like, okay, so what do we do? And he's like, we pull it. And so I had to have this conversation with my daughter. 
that she came in. <laughs> I told her nothing's good. The dentist is fine. There's no, there's not going to be any pain involved. I have to walk her through the fact that someone's going to fucking numb up her head because this thing's got roots on it still. I mean, this baby tooth's nowhere close to, to come out. Ready. They'll come it's, out when they're ready. Right. So I have to <laughs> I have to walk her through the process of how this dentist is going to grab a pair of pliers and yank this tooth out of her uh, yank this tooth out of her head, and so they they numb it up with the goo and then they come in with the shot and he shot her fucking mouth eight times in the gum and I was like that seems excessive for a child, but he numbs the shit out of her gum and then I'll never forget this he puts the clamps in her mouth. And then she just grabs his fucking arm with her hand while it's in her mouth. And he's just like, ah! <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like, great reaction. Great reaction. But then I'd be like, calm down, honey. It'll be over in a minute. He's going to yank the tooth out of your head. And he does. And then it bleeds. The, she didn't cry after it was pulled. She was crying because of the terrifying prospect of having somebody yank a body part out of her body. Yeah. I, I would feel the same way. I've never had a tooth pulled. I've never been in that scenario. I've had all my teeth for 34 years and the and the prospect of having somebody remove one of my teeth feels like it would it would be akin to having a finger amputated. She probably didn't need it pulled. I have my tonsils, I have my appendix, I have all of my teeth. I don't wear glasses. I've never had braces. Humble hashtag #humble brag. <laughs> she probably didn't need it pulled, dude. It would have fell out. It would have got wiggly. But these dentists want to milk. They don't care about you. It's everyone. It's all yeah. of them. They go, oh, I see a little thing here. Come back. Dude, I went for so many appointments about my teeth. And they're like, so I went to one. And they're yeah. like, all right, we'll do a cleaning. And then you got to get this pulled and you got to get that and this. I'm like, but we're going to start with a cleaning is what they told me. Yeah. And we're going to go a quarter of the mouth at the time. <laughs> they go, usually it's half and half. We'll do one half of the mouth and yeah. then clean the other. They're yeah. like, we're going to go in quarters. I'm like, all right, cool, dope. So I'm laying down and they start going at it. And I'm like bleeding and stuff while they're going. And they go, no, this is bad. We're going to have to reschedule. We'll do it again. Start at the quarter again. Come back in two weeks. So now I have to take another time off of work to come back. I'm a roofer. To get I work, the same teeth clean. I work seven days a week. Yeah. So I have to get time. So I go again. They start cleaning, and I guess I'm making faces. Like, I don't care, dude. Just drill. Do what you got to do. But I guess I was making, and they were bleeding again. Oh, we're going to have to schedule another two weeks. And every time it was a charge. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is a fucking scam. I could go in and say, hey, clean them all right now. Yeah. One time. Yeah. The whole thing. Well, we usually do have to. I don't care. Make the time. What you usually do. Yeah. Make the time. Do the whole thing right now. But they kept going, no, it's bleeding. Every time I bled, they were like, no, and they'd stop. Fuck that dentist, man. It, it was in Was it was in fucking Washington. State. I could I could feel my <laughs> mouth fill up with blood, and then because the, she didn't have the the sucky thing in the right spot, so I could just feel one side of my mouth just filling up with blood. You could taste it, you know, the irony, yeah, cop, cop, penny taste, and I was just like, yeah, there's a lot of blood. She goes, oh yeah, you hear it slurp up. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> no, I, I knew it was a scam, dude. I went for my Achilles tendon. I went to one appointment. They looked at my foot and they're like, we got to put you to a specialist. I'm like, okay. So I went to the specialist. They did the same MRI, the same thing. Jesus. How and did they not just transfer over the they, original MRI? Went, they, that's what they were like. They, we got theirs. We got to do our own. I'm like, all right. It's only been two weeks, but okay. And they scanned my foot and they're like, come back in two weeks. 
and we'll do this next step. So the next step, I got in there. They told me my options. I laid down on a table. Some lady rolled this blue rubber thing over my (laughs) tendon, and she's like, you need to come back every week, every Monday and every Friday, so two times a week. It's physical therapy. For physical therapy. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I have a job. I have I climb up on roofs and ladders and stuff. They're like, oh well, we'll make this note that you can't climb anything. No, no, that's the opposite of what I want. Yeah, and they're like, no, your company has to abide. It was workers' comp. So I showed up, and then I just was doing bullshit forklift stuff. Getting paid hourly though. I was getting paid like eighty percent. Oh yeah. They dropped because I was in the shop now. Yeah. And I was going to this place, and they're like, rub the rubber thing on my leg. You're good to go. Do some stretches. And I was like- Move it till it hurts. And you're like, I could do this. I did. So I did. I just went home and started stretching every day, all the spots. And I just had Nikki rub. They make this dog toy. It's like a tennis ball, but it's a stick. <laughs> uh-huh. And she just rubbed that up and down on my fucking leg where they put their little blue rubber dildo thing <laughs> that they rolled on my leg. <laughs> and I just did it myself. I haven't had a problem with my tendon since. But they wanted me to come twice a week. For every time I showed up, it was money. Oh, yeah. Just being there for to them the to tell me the same yeah. thing. No, to me. Oh. When I was doing stuff for my, uh, not for my foot, for my teeth. Yeah. For yeah. the dentist shit. Every right. time I showed up, it was me paying for, to be there. It was like 200 bucks every time I showed up. Yeah. So after they cleaned the fuck out of my teeth, like I sat there for an hour and a half. Delaney had to come with me because I single, for, for half of the month, I'm a single dad. And I have I have my daughter, and so for stuff like that, I have to take her with me because I don't have any. Uh, it's hard to rely on other people for stuff like that. So I just took her with me to the dentist's office. So we sat there for an hour and a half while they dug into my mouth cleaning it. Thank God they didn't do that where they tried to reschedule it into multiple things. But I get two free cleanings, um, two free cleanings a uh, year through my insurance. Still had to pay a fifty dollar copay, mm-hmm. which. Other people don't. So I was curious when they were charging me. I was like, so I get free cleanings with my insurance. Why are you having me pay a $50 copay? Turns out that they're out of network. And I'm like, but I have PPO. I can go out of network and everything still applies. I pay extra for that. And they're like, still $50. And I was like, fuck you. Fine. Fuck you. But when I got done with the cleaning, she was like, we're going to need to have you back here in a month just to make sure that we did a good job cleaning. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, you should have done a yeah. good job. I was like, you did a great job. I haven't been here in 10 years. I'm not coming back in a month to pay another 50 fucking dollars. <laughs> I'll see you in another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, I will not, I will not put myself in a position to come back here and deal with you in my mouth a month from now. Yeah. Because you- it, it, all you're doing is telling me that you want to make sure that my mouth is okay. After you cleaning it. Did you fuck my mouth up? Right. Should I, I be like, worried? <laughs> well, she's like, well, sometimes when you get into that deep clean, you know, the gums, you know, we really expanded them out away from your teeth. We have to make sure that they come together properly and make sure there's no issues. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> Do you have mouthwash? Right. <laughs> I'll use that. Yeah. She's like, make sure you get the fluoride mouthwash. I was like, you sh- I should be teaching you how to take care of teeth because my teeth were great. You kept telling me that. <laughs> Step one, have your grandma fuck your granddad. Step two. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, 
no, like stop telling me to spend money when I don't need to. I hate it when people do that. It's the worst fucking. Yeah, they're pushing their sales thing in the world. And I'm just like, I shouldn't even be listening. Like, I needed everything cleaned. I know that. I know that I needed the plaque off. And you did a great job. I look in the mirror. There's no more plaque. Thank you. I, I can see my teeth. I brush my teeth once a day. I have teeth as strong as a fucking rock. And I have super, super amazing enamel. Okay? You know, my teeth aren't fucking brown. I'm good to go, dude. Like, whatever <laughs> I'm doing works for me. If you have to brush your teeth 18 times a day to only get one or two cavities a year... I'm sorry, <laughs> but I was gi- I was given a gift by God. There's people like even when we were kids that have like eight nine cavities. Mm-hmm. When we were like twelve, they go in and just have all these fillings and all this shit. When we were children, yeah, <laughs> mine just explode over time, <laughs> and I go, "Oh, it hurts real bad. It hurts real bad," and then it breaks, and I go. Oh, it feels better now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they all hide except for the one. Yeah, which the is, only it's going to be a silver tooth soon, man. Yeah, it's the silver tooth. It's the only one. It's the only tooth. I have four broken tooth teeth in the back. All mm. four of my wisdom teeth broke. Mm. So there's just like sharp. In the Still? Back. Yeah, yeah. I'll feel it on my cheek every once in a while. It'll oh. be sharp. I'll be like, oh, no. I use my tongue. I punch. I use my tongue to punch it. Uh, uh. Get away from my tooth. Uh. <laughs> and then the one that I have in the front is the only one I got that like broke from being broken. Yeah, you fell. You yeah, know, you it's the only it. one that physically was broken. The other ones just over time they hurt real bad. I'd be like sleeping on a floor somewhere, and be like, uh, for like a month. I'm and like the makes- side of my face hurts, and I'd like be poking it, and I get like a Q-tip. And I just put like pressure on it to make the pain go away, and then it'd just be like, Ugh. and the Q, it, the Q tip would just break away, and I'd be like, what? And then my mouth would have that like saliva rush, yeah, and everything felt good. I was like, uh. and all the pain was gone, and then I was like, and I just spit out pieces of wisdom tooth. I was like, that happened four times. Oh my god! Over the course of like a year and a half, it was my back four teeth, like. 15 years ago yeah or something that uh like 12 years ago i was sleeping on a floor and it just went pop and the other one went pop snaggle tooth jammy oh it was just the four back the wisdom teeth grew in to where they just they try to apply pressure and force all my other teeth mm-hmm. and my other teeth were like no fuck you we're established and they just went I give up. And they just exploded. I just there was they four, committed suicide. There was four times in my life where I was like chilling with mouth pain. <laughs> Your teeth committed suicide. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> and I was just chilling, and I was like, "Ow, ow, oh, oh, feels so good." <laughs> and I spit out pieces of wisdom teeth. Oh, this chili dog is going to taste so much better now. <laughs> this gas station hot dog. I actually have my first cavity down here. I can feel it. It's like oh, a little yeah. hole. And I can feel when I eat stuff, mm-hmm. it'll get in that little hole. Yeah. And I got to be like, uh, I got to use my tongue. I'm like, oh, I got to get that filled. Yeah. I guess that's what a filling is. Yeah. But mine are all surface. Like, they wouldn't even need to numb me for my cavities. They just kind of drill on the surface of my tooth and then fill it in for the sake of fucking doing it, I guess. That doesn't make sense to me. I think you should let your tooth ride, dude. And these are like wisdom teeth. Yeah, let it ride. Like they, they shouldn't exist anyways. Well, no, it should. No, we don't eat. Why else would you have them? We don't eat 
mammoth. Actually, birds you know the anymore. tendon. You know the tendon in your wrist that you know the big tendon that sticks out of your wrist. Mm-hmm. Did you know that it doesn't do anything? It's yeah, it does. No, it, Jeremy, it doesn't. It's got. You could remove that completely, and you will not have any difference in movement. It is. It is literally a tendon for like when we used to have parts of our hand that would climb trees and shit. No, we still climb trees. Jeremy, this tent, this big old tendon in your wrist. Like if you turn, everyone, everyone at home, turn your wrists up so that way your palms are facing the sky. You're going to see a very large vein in your wrist. That vein does nothing. Or, I'm sorry, not vein, a uh, tendon. I don't believe it. This tendon right here does absolutely nothing. You could remove it and it would be fine. No. Yes. It's got to do something. Yes. Fuck, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll fucking prove your ass. You can't just right now. say it. Mike, you're using Bing. What would you like me to use, Jeremy? Not Bing. Tell me what to Everyone use. Knows. Tell me what to use. use. Google. So it is known as the palmaris longus is a muscle visible right there, Jeremy. See it? Is a small tendon located between the flexor carpi radialis and the flexor carpi ulnaris, although it is not always present. It is absent in about 14% of the population. This number can vary in African, Asian, and Native American populations. However, Absence of the palmaris longus does not have an effect on grip strength. The lack of palmaris longus muscles does not result in decreased pinch strength in fourth and fifth fingers. It says does result. What? Not does not. It says does. Does not have an effect on grip strength. The lack of the palmaris longus muscle does result in decreased pinch strength in fourth and fifth fingers. The absence of the palmaris longus muscle is more prevalent in females than males. The muscle can be seen by touching the pads of the fourth finger and thumb and flexing the wrist. The tendon, if if present, will be visible in the midline of the anterior wrist. So the point is, Jeremy, this tendon, not everyone has it. No, when it says if present, it means if it pops out. No, it means if, if, it, if it exists. No, it doesn't. That's not what it says. It says if present. See that picture? Uh-huh. See my wrist? Yeah. Does it exist? It exists. It's not present. It says absent in about 14% of the population. Yes, it's absent in 14% of the population. It's right. not present in everybody. It's not present in fucking... You mean visible. Yeah, it's not... Present vi- means pre- non-existent. No, 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 no. Absence and present are two different terms. That's present. If you couldn't see it and it still was there, it just wouldn't be present, but it existed. Absence means that it doesn't exist. The at palmaris all. longus muscle is a variable muscle. The most common variation is its absence. Yeah, the most common variation is not having it. It's the most common variation. A variation is something that's not normal. <laughs> it's a variation. Okay, so here, here we go, Jeremy. Between 5.5 and 24% of Caucasian populations, that would be European and North American, and 4.6 to 26.6% of Asian populations, that would be Chinese, Japanese, Indian, Turkish, Malaysian, have been reported to lack the PL tendon. Lack. So, so that doesn't mean that it doesn't do anything. That I mean, means that mo- it doesn't the, exist on some people. The, the most that they're saying is it offers a little bit more grip strength or so, in, or pinch strength in your fourth and fifth fingers. So it does something. But it's useless. N- no. How is more pinch strength useless? It's almost useless. Having more almost. pinch strength doesn't make you Slightly. useless. But the point is, Jeremy, you don't use it. When when you're grabbing something with your whole hand, it's in, if you don't have it, it does it does not affect your grip. 
So yeah, when you grab no, on, it does because if you had it, you'd have a stronger grip between no. those. Fi- yes. No, it's saying the it's it's saying specifically the only time it engages Jeremy is your fourth and fifth fingers. If you use your look at look look. That's okay, not what look, it says. It says look, there's. More I'm showing pinch, you on my body. It's saying that there's more pinch strength between those two fingers. Look, it doesn't mean look, that it only works when you pinch. And those then, fingers. And then, yes. I'm, no, I'm, Mike, you're looking at the... F- I'm looking at my own arm. You're looking at the flesh of your skin. You're not looking... What are you talking about? Are you? Have you lost the plot? <laughs> Fucking... Useless. Here? It's not... It does something. Barely. It's not useless. <laughs> it does... It makes the, the pinch strength stronger between those two Barely. fingers. Barely. No, just because some people don't have it and doesn't people, mean that it doesn't do don't anything. Have it. A lot of people don't have it. A lot of people don't have dicks, Mike. They Jeremy. still do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the main point that I'm making is if you removed it from your body, your life wouldn't be affected negatively in any way. Unless you were in cliffhanger and you're trying to hang from a fucking clip. Okay. You know what, Jeremy? I will I will concede on that point. If you, you have were to be strong rock, in your fucking If you pinches. were an American ninja warrior and you had that tendon removed, if you were born with it from the beginning, if you if you were living a life with it and then it was removed and you were on American Ninja Warrior, you may have to say, Oh, I can only grip who's gripping with their fucking pinky, Jeremy? No, it's the whole hand. It's just it gives more strength in that connection. You don't I think know? I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, and I we, think can, we can move on. Now. Point Jeremy. No, point yeah, Mike. Point Jeremy for sure. <laughs> no, send in your texts and emails and comments. <laughs> fucking point Jeremy. It's not useless. <laughs> it exists for useless. a reason. Useless. Just like your tonsils and appendix. It's a weak flexor, Jeremy, <laughs> and provides no substantial flexing force that would inhibit movement in the wrist if its tendon were cut and moved elsewhere. Okay, so when it's cut, it doesn't resist, it doesn't change the movement at all. So it still is useful. Just because you can cut it and you can still do this doesn't mean that it's not useful. But it's not adding any large percentage of anything to anything that you're trying to do. If it adds anything, then it's useful. If you take it away and it does something less to your body, then it was useful. I know you want this tendon to be bullshit, but it's not. <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> the fucking tendon exists is, for a reason. It, no, it doesn't. It was. Yes, it does. It used to. It used to have a major it's, purpose. It used to. So, so for example, in monkeys and shit, that tendon does a lot of work for things that like swing from trees and things. Okay, and so, climb. So because people aren't swinging from trees. And your anymore? argument, and your argument was that people who rock climb and stuff and have that weird fucking hobby. Yeah, it may be. It, again, if they're born with it. Then they may be more useful. The majority for them. of people who are born but with it. But if you're working yes. at McDonald's, yes, the majority of people who are born with it, yes. What do you mean? It's it's a very small minority of people who don't have the tendon. It's not like the majority of people who don't have the tendon. It's like a, Some it's freak like a third. group has. It's like the a tendon. third of fucking people that don't have it. Yes. No, it's not like a third. It's like twenty five percent, which is not a third. It's okay, a fourth. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking people, Mike. <laughs> A fourth of people is a lot of and people. And it specified who they were, too. <laughs> yeah. It's in two regions. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. It's not bullshit. I'll, Jeremy, I'll donate mine to you if you even have them. I'll take the extras. <laughs> Just because they're not present doesn't mean they don't exist. I'll put that. I'll, I'll add them on, dude. <laughs> I'll have the ones. Thi- I'll have, have the two thickest, of them. <laughs> I'll have the thickest Palmaris longest muscle ever. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. <laughs> uh
Whether flipping a fan boat or crashing a truck, these states are filled with people who suck. So it's time for us to play New Jersey Man versus Florida Man. All right, Jamie, it's part of the part of the show where we do Jer- uh, Florida Man, Jersey Man, Jersey Man, Florida Man. Do you know how this game works? Are you talking about like uh, Florida Man, like in the news? Yeah. And Jer- Jer- New, New the, Jersey? The equivalent of New Jersey. Okay. Yep. So how does the game work? So I'm going to give you two headlines, and you are going to have to decide which headline is the Jersey Man and which headline is the Florida Man. And then I'll, I will briefly go over each uh, of the uh, things. Piece of cake. All right. You think you can get this? Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> so the first one would be... Man gets flesh-eating bacterial infection after a relative bit him, or man torches Jack Daniels merch over past partnership with drag queens. Uh, New Jersey is the first one. New Jersey is the flesh-eating. Flesh-eating bacteria. He gets a flesh-eating bacteria infection from a family member biting him. Is from New Jersey. Yes. And the uh, the Florida man torches Jack Daniels merch over partnership with drag queens. True. Incorrect. It was opposite. <laughs> it was uh, opposite. So there was this guy in New Jersey. He's proclaiming himself the biggest advocate and supporter of J- uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey, who burned merchandise and hundreds of dollars worth of booze in a viral tirade against the liquor company for going, quote unquote, woke. <laughs> they made Jack Daniels gay. He made a he, he made a video of torching a bunch of stuff about Jack Daniels. So this is this is his quote. For those of you who know me well, my drink has always been Jack Daniels. Uh, for over 150 years since 1866, what a fucking nerd. This drink was always associated with cowboys, warriors, b- warriors, bikers, savage rock bands, and all-American badass people. Then they went woke. And then uh, followed by a middle finger emoji. They turned his back on him, dude. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I don't know. They turned his back on him. <laughs> How did they turn their back on him? I'm not him. I don't know. <laughs> that's how Sounds he like f- they turned his back on. That's how he felt. <laughs> well, that's just dumbass. <laughs> and then the, um, yes, Florida man gets flesh-eating bacterial infection after a relative bit him. And this took place in Riverview uh, in Florida. Uh, he developed a rampant flesh-eating infection that tore through his thigh just days after a relative bit his leg during a fight at a family gathering. <laughs> I wonder who slept with who. Incest? Maybe. Makes sense. It's Florida. Biting is wild. (laughs) We we bite a lot in Florida. It's a difficult choice. (laughs) I'm going to use my teeth. (laughs) You got all these other appendages. So so it starts off, uh, he noticed a small bump uh, on his left thigh, uh, which came two days after he had broken up a fight between two family members. And uh, thinking that the wound, uh, thinking the wound looked like a bite mark, Adams went to a local emergency room to get a tetanus shot and antibiotic treatment. And then he said it was very sore and warm and painful. And then the doctors tested it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta do surgery." <laughs> he should have just let them bite each other. Uh, so, yep. Uh, I actually have another two. If you want to do it uh, one more again, do one more game. All right. Uh, so this one, a man buys gas with a $100 bill marked for motion picture use only, so counterfeiting, um, or a man carrying nearly 500 grams of weed tries to steal plane to meet girlfriend in California. I'm going to go New Jersey first and Florida second again. Correct. 
Okay. Yep. <laughs> Florida man carrying nearly 500 grams of weed tries to steal plane to meet girlfriend in California. This was New Smyrna. Uh, beach. Uh, he's behind bars after attempting to steal an airplane uh, at the New Smyrna Beach Municipal Airport so he could fly to California to meet his girlfriend while carrying nearly 500 grams of marijuana, according to the New Smyrna Beach Police Department. Uh, they were alerted that a stolen vehicle had been found at the airport, so he stole a car too. And while in the process of locating the vehicle, officers were flagged down by a man who said it was uh, his vehicle uh, that was stolen. The victim told officers that a man unknown to him jumped into the back of his trunk. Truck, yeah, truck offered him a thousand dollars for a ride. According to a report, that he got out of the truck, uh, but left a grinder, scale, and cell phone behind. His most important earthly possessions. So, why would he be bringing all that weed to California? There's already plenty of weed in California. Because he already spent his money on it. Should have just got rid of it in Florida. <laughs> hey, man, I like what I like, okay? And I'm bringing this cushy, smushy mush with me. And some dummy in New Jersey tried to use prop money? Yeah. What was he buying, like a Twix? Let's see. A <laughs> $100 bill, he couldn't be buying that much. Uh, he managed to use a fake... A New, Zer- New Jersey man managed to use a fake $100 bill to purchase gas. <laughs> Even though the money was marked for motion picture use only... He put $15 worth of gas in his car and then used the fake money to pay. The clerk didn't notice the markings on the bill and then handed him his $85 and change. That sounds like the clerk's problem. It really is. They're but, supposed to mark those with but, pens. But, check them. Yeah. He, right, but he, he might just the, have Monopoly money in his wallet from last game night. He doesn't remember. That's actually a pretty good defense. Yeah, so the the hundred dollar bill. There's a picture of it uh, attached to the article. It's pink. It looks. <laughs> it's, it's pink. Um, <laughs> no. It's got smiley faces on it. So, Jeremy, you can not a terribly convincing. But they have to mark it with a pen. What do you mean? Oh, they're yeah. supposed to mark. Yeah, all yeah. Them. They're supposed to use the counterfeit pen, right? Yeah, on all of them. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. But you can see in big old letters for motion picture use only. Across the two sides of the bill in big old giant letters. Yeah, and Benji's off to the left, and yeah, yeah. Well, I actually, don't know if that. I don't have a hundred. I've never seen a, a real hundred dollar bill, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> really, I was amazed when they started turning blue. It's like, oh, they're blue now. Well, I look at a five dollar bill, and they they haven't made a coin for this yet. <laughs> Mike, you're like, they make blue hundred dollar bills. <laughs> it does have a big blue stripe running down the front of it. No, they're blue now. Oh. They're all blue. Oh, the paper's blue. Yep. Oh, like how blue? You want? Are you gonna pull one out of your pocket? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be disrespectful. <laughs> but anyway, that's that was New Jersey man, Florida man. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Michael and Jeremy Steal Your Podcast. You did it. You guys need to check out. Um. Oh, you guys definitely need to check out fucking No New Friends. They have uh, great guests on. They have celebrities. One day we'll get celebrities. I'll have to ask him how he does it. And then check him out. Tell him that Michael and Jeremy sent you. Um, Majizzy Pod, Michael and Jeremy Still Your Podcast. It's an acronym, M-J-S-Y-P-O-D, on all the things. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow everything, because eventually we're going to start leading clues to the treasure. It'll be on a Facebook post. So if you're not following our Facebook page, you need to, because that's where the the, the announcement's going to go down for the treasure hunt. Uh, Morty. Uh, <laughs> I got her locked in my closet, Morty. <laughs> I, got, I got her locked in my closet, Morty. <laughs> anyway, um, send your voicemails and your text messages and your images, your feet pics, dick pics, 
903-287-0660. Thanks, Captain Asshole. What else, Jeremy? Just fucking watch it. Watch what? Or listen to it. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could watch it. It'd just be a blank screen. <laughs> you can watch it, though. Hey, support our Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash MJSYPOD. Support the show so we can get you guys some fucking video. Mike's starting a new tier. It's $25 a month, and he'll send you pictures of his big toe. Yes. Left foot. Just the left. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see the right. If you do, join the $50 Patreon. <laughs> Get the right foot. Where Mike is sending pictures of his big toe on his right foot. I'm just going to start an OnlyFans. You might as well. We'll just phone it in right now. Start shitting our butt. <laughs> oh, God. I bet I can sit on this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. Well, actually, no. I think a lot of people would want to see someone that. Someone does. Yeah, there's... there's $15,000, Mike will sit on this Glen Morangi bottle. For as many people one. as they don't have the, the the erectus longus muscle, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> if you'd like to promise his longest erectus. <laughs> Love you, Mike. Love you, Jeremy. good show jeremy that was hard and the good thing is we didn't make any new friends today <clears throat> i didn't like that at all it was a lot of work it was it was hard it was the the it was difficult why can't we just relax and hang out well we can do that now why is it the, always hey, scott you can come back in the room now buddy oh thank you, you very much next yeah. thing, so. you gotta do the Look, next thing david busters was amazing i uh i i won i got like eighty thousand tickets and uh i got this eraser this really cool eraser and a couple tootsie rolls so thanks guys you you are more than welcome scott scott do you do this adulting thing every day i try i fail miserably though it's awful i don't like it no i let my wife adult i'm not doing this anymore mike are you done yeah let's get out of here dude yeah i want to i want to play video games I don't want to think about this anymore. He's got mozzarella sticks in the air. Scott, fryer. you'll be in our prayers, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> you have to have Beelzebub open up your beer. It's just a gargoyle. It's just a gargoyle. So you say on the bar. <laughs>